Good day, everyone. You know, there's a lot going on with the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Thought we'd bring you up to date. Of course, we know about ET3, cost data collection. But did you know there's changes coming to the PCS form? Today, on this edition of the QMC EMS Board and Caller, we'll examine those changes. We're glad you're here. Welcome to the QMC Board and Collar, news and thought-provoking discussions for today's emergency medical service provider. The Board and Collar podcast series is brought to you by QuickMed Claims, a national leader in emergency medical transportation revenue cycle management and reimbursement consulting. Now, your host for today's podcast, QMC's Director of Client Services, Gary Harvat. Folks, beginning January 1st of 2020, there will be a significant change in the PCS form, both in the form used, the name of the form, and who can sign the form. To break it down further for you, CMS has separately defined two types of certification statements, a physician certification and a non-physician certification. First, let's talk about the physician certification. This is a statement signed by the beneficiaries attending physician. Second, the non-physician certification. This is a statement signed by an individual other than the beneficiary's attending physician who has personal knowledge of the beneficiary's condition at the time the transport is ordered or the service is furnished and is employed by the beneficiary's attending physician or by the hospital or facility where the beneficiary is being treated and from which the beneficiary is transported. Additionally, CMS will expand the list of non-physicians who can sign a form in those cases where the non-emergency transport is either unscheduled or scheduled on a non-repetitive basis. That's key, a non-repetitive basis. Currently, the list includes physician assistant, a nurse practitioner, clinical nurse specialist, registered nurse, or discharge planner. With the new changes, CMS indicates it now believes a few other individuals who, like other approved signers, work for the attending physician or hospital and have personal knowledge of the beneficiary's condition at the time the transport is ordered or the service is furnished and have similar skills to the established list of signers. These include a licensed practical nurse, a social worker, or a case manager. What's unique here, folks, is CMS has never mandated a particular format for a PCS. According to CMS, it wants to emphasize how it's not the format that matters, just that the form contains the right information to clearly illustrate medical necessity. So speaking of the form, the prevailing wisdom is it needs to change in two primary ways. First, the title should be amended to reflect medical necessity certification statement or something similar to that. Personally, I would use medical necessity certification statement. That's safe. Secondly, new fields must be added for the new signers. If there are further changes, we will be sure to let you know. Thanks for spending a few short moments with us this morning. We know this information is important and hopefully helpful to you. If we can do anything to assist, please feel free to contact client services at quickmedclaims.com. My name is Gary Harvat. I'm the director of client services. 
Have a great day, everyone. And hey, be safe out there.